Hi. Hi. Welcome to We Self Help Ourselves. Yeah, before we get started, um, we're we just ha- saying a disclaimer. It's a bit of an apology. Yeah, in advance. In advance. So we have gone through a few different systems to record this, a few different soundboards. Audio interfaces. Audio interfaces. And truth be told, um, the first one we had was fine, but we had to share one mic, if and you recall. And that was awkward. And it was awkward. And um, then the second one we had um, has a lot of just, static. Yeah. And kind of echoey and kind of weird. it was cheap. Yeah. So that's this episode. So we've and- since invested in ourselves and in you the listener mm-hmm. so um so we apologize yeah but it will get better it 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 gets better it gets better um yeah so just episodes two and three are a little uh wonky the content is still good but um the sound quality is not great so just know that ahead of time but episode As four you listen you will get used to it you will yeah yeah just give it a chance if you want but we don't want to tell you what to do if you want to just join us back at episode four you can um yeah. But you'll be missing out on all of our hilarity and advice. Yeah, so, so you know. should decide whether or not you want to self-help yourself, I suppose. Yeah. And you know what? Good people do. They self-help themselves. <laughs> okay. Enjoy. Bye. Hey, Katie. Hey, Olivia. Are you ready to self-help ourselves? Welcome our guests. Oh, yes. Great idea. I mean, are I mean, we already we don't going? Have any guests. Are we already recording? <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, um, this is episode two. I, I decided instead of reading a book or listening to a book, maybe we just follow up on what we said last time, which was great and continue to talk and be charming. Always. <laughs> I'm batting my eyelashes for the listener. Can you hear it? Oh, I heard it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, well, I don't know how to tackle my problem. So let's just talk about your problem, which is being nice to yourself. Great. And then we'll talk about your problem. Also, did you research your Titanic? Yes, I oh, did. Great. Well, then you did, you did do what you oh, you're supposed right. to do. You're right. I just think my problem is bigger than your problem. <laughs> my problems are famously saying. bigger than yours. I'm just, I just, I'm just a little bit sadder than you. I'm just a little bit. It's a little more fucked up. So like, I it's like my life is harder. So if you yeah. could just, no. No, it's like I'd rather talk about any, anyone else. Would right. You which is why you we also, too, right? of course, yeah. which is why I'm like, <sighs> we can talk about me first, but we're going to talk about us both. I just burped. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Hey. Thanks. Cheers. Well, we're drinking salts. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think first of all, when you say you're not nice to yourself, maybe also do you feed yourself? No. Yeah. What's up? Here's what I was thinking because I live with my mom. Mm -hmm. I notice the things in us that are similar, which is we're both very detail oriented. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you say something like I'm coming over, um, and I don't know. If you say something, um, b- but I have any single question, I usually have five yeah. going in my head. So I never, s- I don't talk right away because I'm wondering which one I should ask. 
and if they're relevant or if I could just answer my own question. Mm-hmm. So, and I notice that same shit happens with my mom. She like pauses mm-hmm. because she's Thinking. frozen with yeah. questions. Frozen with questions. Yes. So that like, should be the title of her memoir. Or mine. <laughs> or yours. I cannot stop ripping. I'm so sorry. Um, anyways. I thought maybe I could talk over it. Um, uh, (laughs) That's being detail-oriented, but also um, when I worked at the theater with you Uh and your parents, Mm -hmm. I just remember maybe more than one day standing in the food line with your mom and her telling me that all she ate that day was an egg and a latte. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you probably just get it because it was modeled to you. Yeah, and also um, I'm, like, pretty afraid of food. Ah, yes. I think it's probably, like, I um, I was uh, bulimic in high school and early you college. you grew up? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And um, I would only eat, like, uh, all-brand cereal. Yeah, and, because um, remember when you wanted to do the Special K diet? I did the Special K diet yeah. multiple times. But then I said, oh, don't do Special K, eat bran. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I did, and I would eat bran cereal with uh, uh, soy milk every yeah. day yeah, for every meal. Or I would have... And the, all that is is fiber to poop out. Right. You know? And I would have brand cereal for breakfast, and then I would have like a, um, like a vegan protein bar <laughs> during one of my classes, and then I would eat like a huge honeycomb apple for lunch. Honey crisp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wait, is this apple covered in honey? <laughs> is it covered in those so. little crunchy cereals? Yeah, no. <laughs> Honeycomb, okay. famously a delicious cereal. Um, <laughs> but the bites were too big. Way too big. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite. No. My favorite was always Fruity Pebbles. Oh. But I don't even think See, I could stomach any of it anymore. No. And I used to get um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. And I, I swear to God, I ate way too much of it that um, it's gross to me now. Yeah. I think if I tried to eat like a bowl of breakfast cereal, I'd be like... I can't do this because like and that sounds so like I don't really do sugar I definitely do sugar but I do sugar in the form of like wine and beer yeah <laughs> and uh, but then the next day like um, yeah it makes you both, feel like crap yeah but we're both, we, we're both hungover and we are I'm craving sugar you are yeah because I put sugar in my body last night mm. so like my mom and I went to the coffee shop around the corner and I was like, damn, I want one of those scones. <laughs> damn scones. I want to put you up in me. <laughs> yeah. In a sexual way. In a sexual way. Um, yeah, no, whenever I'm hungover, I only crave egg McMuffins. Oh, well, I basically always crave egg McMuffins. Yeah. yeah. I love them. Me I too. want them all the time with sausage. For you? Either with sausage or just eggs and cheese. Never okay. with ham. Never ham. No. I like no. the sausage one. I like the sausage one, too. But sometimes it's too spicy and it hurts my throat. Especially oh. if I'm having, like, an acidic throat because I drink too much. Yeah. You're already having um, Anyway, we were talking about how I'm afraid of food. Yeah. Which and makes sense because I think most girls are. Yeah. And I think growing up, like, uh, as a performer and a dancer and a cheerleader yeah. and all of that stuff, it was just, like, very present. And, like, when I was in eighth grade, my mom was like, we're going to do the 10-day, lose 10 pounds in 10 days Turbo Jam challenge. What was that? So Turbo Jam is like a Shalene Johnson I don't know early Beachbody workout video. Okay. I think Turbo Jam was hers before Beachbody, like, bought her. 
But oh, anyway. So she's their person. Yeah. She belongs to... She, she's owned by them now. <laughs> um, I don't know that that's true. Please don't quote me on it. MLMs. Please don't fact check me. Um, yes. <laughs> MLMs? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Multi-level marketing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So um, anyway, so we did like this lose 10 pounds in 10 days thing. She didn't make my sister do it. Oh my God. And I was like, oh wow. Oh like, my I'm, like, God. Fat. That's so fucked And up. my sister does not have like curves per se. Uh-huh. Um, she's like beautiful and sweet and petite. She has like a tiny little ballerina body. Yeah. She's beautiful. And I know but she's not a big worker out or anything. She is now. Cause now she's okay. dating that but firefighter guy. But it's not like guy. she um, started out that way. She was always just kind of like, this is, she's just one of those people. Yeah. And like, this she's my just, body. Right. And I was always like uh, more into like physically active stuff, like playing sports and uh, cheerleading and that kind of stuff. And we both danced, but then we stopped at the same time. And I kind of continued to pursue more like physical activity. And she pursued more. Also, oh disclaimer. Um, I have oh, to have my phone it's the not day, on airplane It's a mode. day, yeah, where she has to see if. Um, because there are. Oh, the parties. The parties if are happening. If people are calling to if, be like, something's going wrong with the party. Right. Then I have to, but I'm, so it might go, and I'm also clearly less relaxed because when my phone is on airplane mode, I am in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> true. True I, bliss. I like when your phone's on airplane mode too. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> me too. Oh, I love it. Love it. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, so I've been working with a trainer yeah. Um, who's just uh, one of my good friends. And he, like, wrote me a workout plan and diet plan. And I've been trying to follow it. Are you trying so to I'm, lose weight? Yeah. And, like, also shred my muscles. Shred it! <laughs> um, so he, like, wrote this workout plan for me and, like, um, like, a nutrition plan and stuff. And I'm supposed to eat a lot of food. And I'm supposed to eat a lot yeah. of carbs. And it's weird because I'm like, I'm not used to this. Like, oh my God. it goes and against I... everything I've ever known because it was like we, the only ice cream we ever had in the fridge was Carb Smart. Mm. And like everything was like an Atkins bar or, you know, whatever. So Yeah, and that stuff's packaged. So he probably wants you to eat mm-hmm. fresh, um, clean. That's what they call it. Clean yeah. food. Yeah. So another thing that this triggered for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, I, I didn't mean to trigger you. No, I just re- am remembering, and I don't know where it was, if it was on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Mm-hmm. This girl on YouTube signed up with a trainer, mm-hmm. and he wrote a meal pa- plan for her, and it had all this white rice in it, mm-hmm. like not even brown rice, and mm-hmm. she gained weight on it. She oh, gained wow. like, like belly fat, and she was like, I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. And sometimes I wonder... You know, I don't know if this guy has um, a degree in nutrition or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think, do they know the difference between men and women? Or, like, right. do they also think you're burning the way that he does every day? Right. Well, I mean, I I do the cardio to a certain calorie point. Uh-huh. So I know how many calories I'm burning doing cardio. But then, I don't know. This is so boring to talk about. <laughs> I guess, so, I was talking to my chiropractor Mm -hmm. this week. I talked to him about everything. Oh, because also he, um, he does the keto diet. Keto. Yeah. And I used to do it, and my mom would be like, for those who don't know, I guess, the keto diet is like 75% fat, and then, um, 20, I'd say not 20%. 
so let's say 70% fat, 20% protein, and then 10% carbs. Did that add up? I'm 70, Did I say 70 that? plus 10 plus 5. Yeah. No. Anyways, the carbs are really small because... Um, 70 plus 20 plus 10. That's right. Yeah, but it's not 10. It's more like 5%. Great. But So some kind of... Um, anyways, you get it. It's, it's mostly fat. And um, uh, that's because if you take the carbs out and your body's running on fat, it'll switch over and it feels different. And... Um, and then I think you're just more likely to burn the fat that you already have in your body. I'm not really sure the point of that. But anyways, um, he does it, and then he gives talks about it. And when I was doing it before, I didn't really read a whole bunch about it. But um, my mom would be like, you know, you eat a lot of bacon and eggs, Katie. And I'm supposed to avoid that because of my high cholesterol. And so then when he had this talk, I was like, hey, what about cholesterol? And he was like, eating cholesterol doesn't affect your cholesterol. Really? Yes. And it's been true for years. It's like, I read that first in a Nora Ephron book. She, if you don't know, wrote and directed um, Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. Mm -hmm. And she's written books and she's very funny. And mm -hmm. um, she's like, <laughs> this is what she wrote. She was like, I don't understand why my friends are all ordering egg white omelets because they're worried about the fat or the cholesterol. And she's like, but I'll say it this time and I'll say it again. Eating cholesterol does not raise your cholesterol. Interesting. Yeah. You know what it is? What is if it? If you've also seen the documentary Fed Up mm -mm. on Netflix, it's about sugar. Mm -hmm. Big sugar companies mm -hmm. basically you know, they're able to change the results of the studies or whatever. And they made it in the 80s and 90s so that we were afraid of fat and not sugar because they could make so much money off the sugar stuff. So mm -hmm. they made all this low-fat stuff and added more sugar. That's what low-fat is. Oh, my God. And that's what made us all fat. And it continues to make us fat because there's sugar in everything. Yeah. Everything. Uh. Everything. Uh, yeah. baby. And it's, it's because that's really what, A, I think gets you addicted, mm -hmm. makes you come back for more, mm -hmm. and then unfortunately the side effect is gaining weight. Right. Anyways, so that's why I'm doing this diet. <laughs> but you look great. With my mom. Thanks. You both do. Um, You're losing weight. I have not <clears throat> lost any. I mean, I lost initially. I swear to God, though, it feels different at the gym. Mm -hmm. I, like, have energy. I don't crash. Yeah. Carbs, I crash all the time. Interesting. It is very interesting. And doctors don't know this shit. If you go to a doctor and you have high cholesterol, they don't tell you what to eat. Well, my weight and height, they would tell me that I'm overweight at the doctor. Oh, yeah. I'm obese. And I'm like... Did you know that? Obese? Yeah. My BMI is obese. That's awful. Mine is overweight. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I'm really... Like... A pretty scrappy little yeah. yeah. You're not. You do not look overweight. And no, I, and, and you are you... not obese. My God. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. It's like when you're over 35 and they call your pregnancy a geriatric pregnancy. Oh my God. I'm they like, call come it up that? with a new term because it's not geriatric if you're 35. No. But because like that's like towards the end of when your childbearing years are. Mm -hmm. But it's not even really. No. Like most people don't go through menopause until they're like in their 50s. Yeah. 
or later. But I guess the risk of um, defects is higher, but is that... Is that what we're trying to communicate by calling it a geriatric pregnancy? I don't know. It sounds like you're just trying to make women feel like shit about themselves. Yeah. Well, and I was talking about this. I mean, this. most things are. I was talking about this last night. Um, all of that gynecological stuff that I went through. Yeah. So for the, for the listener at home, mm-hmm. um, I was gone for the entire summer on a contract. And I came back and I was back for two weeks. And then I was leaving for another month to be on a contract. So in that two weeks, I was like, great. I'll go I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to go to the dentist. I'm going to like get all this shit done. So I went to the doctor and I was like, I would like one copper IUD, please, because I have depression and PCOS. So I can't What's take PCOS. Po- PCOS is a polycystic ovarian syndrome. Oh. It's like a hormone so disorder. So you don't want to be taking any hormones that right. could affect that. Right. Exactly. Okay. And I finally got my antidepressant to a place where yeah, I and, like it. And, and if, if I take progesterone, that shit it's going to fuck with my yeah. uh depression so um and i'll tell you firsthand it does it sure does <laughs> it makes me feel like a nutso person me too and it makes me gain crazy weight mm. i'm like no i don't want to be on birth control so i was like i'm gonna get this copper iud when i get my pap done so they did the pap and then they put the iud in and they didn't do a cervical block and they didn't they were like take a few ibuprofen a half, oh, a yeah, half hour before block is for pain yeah, okay. and they didn't do any of that, and they put it in, and I swear to God, it was so painful, because they yeah. have to put a tube in first, oh. and then they have to put the IUD in, so she put the tube oh in, and I God. was like, oh my God, do lots of people feel like they're going to throw up? Oh my God. And I feel like really sweaty and really hot, and I just, ooh, and she was like, it can be a pretty pretty sensitive and she like waddled over to the sink and wet no fuck wet a paper towel waddled over to my face and put the paper towel on my face and waddled over and sat back down by my vagina and was like may i continue oh my with god the iud insertion? oh my god i wish you were done exactly like if you would have just put the tube in and then done it we would be done oh my god but instead it was Oh my god, it was so bad. And then I had to lay there for almost an hour drinking apple juice and eating animal crackers because they were like, "You can't get up because you'll oh my like god. die." This is like, I feel it. Yeah, it was <laughs> awful. So, so I did that, and then I go away onto my um, vacation or not vacation, my next contract. And they call me and they're like, "So you had an abnormal pap, mm-hmm. so now you have to come back and get a colposcopy." And a colposcopy is essentially when they take, like, a hole punch out of your vagina. <laughs> no, out of your cervix. And uh, test it to see if it's cancerous or whatever. Yeah. Hang on. Sorry. Please hold. Um, great. Um, what is okay? Yeah, it's fine. I had one of my party girls text me, but it's about something for later this week. Uh, I just needed to check. Anyway, so I get back from the contract I was on and I come back and I go in and this time my now all the time OBGYN did the procedure and she was like her name is Dr. Nazareth and she's incredible and she was like oh your IUD was placed wrong and I was like what she was like yeah so she had to pull my IUD out and then she took three biopsies with again no cervical block they're just like literally taking like a fucking hole punch hole punch yeah, I've had one of those And then I, I made the mistake of looking over, and I saw the tiny little pink pieces of cervix sitting on the tray next to me, and then it made me want to die. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, so then I left there, and I went 
to my mom's house to like chill. And I was like, God, I'm so tired. And I just didn't feel good. And I went to sleep. And then I woke up with a horrible tonsil infection, which is unrelated, but just also was horrible. And I had a tonsil infection that was so bad for like four days. And then I went back in the following like week and got an IUD reinserted. <laughs> I know. But this time they did use a cervical block and it, they prescribed me an oxycodone to take beforehand. Oh, so, so the insertion didn't hurt. But because I took the oxycodone, I didn't know I was still supposed to take an ibuprofen for the cramping. Oh, so and so yeah so the procedure was fine and then I left and I got in the car my dad picked me up because I was on oxycodone so I couldn't drive and he picked me up and we're in the car and I was like oh my god and he was like okay I need to run in the store but you you don't have to come in if you don't want I was like okay thanks and I like (laughs) laid down on his bench in his car and was like oh my god and then I like opened the car door and barfed and then like laid with my head on my knees like I was like what is happening but it truly felt like I was giving birth like that's all I can imagine is oh that that's how God. it feels because, like, my whole uterus was, like, seizing as hard oh as it could my to God. get this fucking paperclip out of me, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So then I went home, napped for 45 minutes, got up, was right as rain, no problem. But then the following week, <laughs> they call me and they say, so the colposcopy was abnormal and now you have to come in for a leap procedure. Which is just more... Yeah, it's where they heat a little metal wire with electricity and slice off the top of your cervix like a cheese slice off the block. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back in for that procedure and she goes, oh, the IUD's coming out again. Oh my God. (laughs) So she had to pull the IUD out again. And that time I was like, I'm never getting another one of these. And she's like, yeah, you're never getting another one of these. So, uh, and then they did the leap procedure. So, that was pretty painful and invasive. And then I couldn't have sex for four weeks and I couldn't use tampons and I couldn't use my vibrator and I couldn't use anything, nothing inside my vagina. Oh, it was so bad, but everything came back and everything's fine. Now I do owe Kaiser Permanente a thousand dollars that I don't have for them. Um, but wait, why did we start to tell the story? Oh, gosh, sorry. This is a very long story. still think it's interesting, but my point is that I'm like, Women's health care is awful. Yes. Like, they're just like, mm, yeah, this is just going to really hurt. Yeah. And that's just always what it is. Yeah. Like, whether it's getting your IUD in or getting a colposcopy. Yeah. Like, and when I got the IUD put in the second time, they used a cervical block. And when I got the LEAP procedure, they used a cervical block. But I'm like, why are we not numbing all of this? Like, if oh, you're yeah. hole-punching my skin off. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. Plus, like, you know, like right? men are notorious for not going to the doctor because they're all freaked out by pain and and we, by having fingers up their butts. Yeah, or like putting something inside their penis or something. And it's like I'm sure it's it's just as bad as whatever we go through, but we also have a higher tolerance for pain. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that. But it should be that way. No, you know. But I don't know. I do you think it's just another way that we oppress women? Kind of. Well, the fact that no one gave you a cervical block for that first. Yeah. Seems so weird to me. So inhumane. And like. I'm like, are you kidding me? But it was a woman doing it too. So like, And a female what? nurse. It was a nurse practitioner and a nurse. Okay. And I, I was like, what is happening? The, I don't know. Doctors just pissed me off. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. It was so awful. Oh, and we started telling this story because I was saying how great my chiropractor is. Yeah, and then there was something else we were saying. Oh, you know what he was saying was hmm. just 
how incredibly important it is for women to eat Mm -hmm. because we have a period every month and lose all those minerals in the blood. So, like, if you are anorexic or, you know, some kind of eating disorder where you're not getting all your nutrients, you just have such a a higher risk of osteoporosis. Yeah. Because these are the years where, like... We absorb all those nutrients. Yeah, and and it goes to your bones and, like, and then it comes out every month. And and if you're not getting them, then, like, you know, later in life, y'all bones gonna break. Y'all bones gonna break. You gonna fall down the stairs and fall away. Yeah, and... Ah. That was a Titanic quote. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, oh, holy shit. And women are the ones who have the biggest, like, food complexes. Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah. I mean, like, I would eat barely anything and then throw it all up because I felt guilty about it. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. That's why or I-, I would eat nothing all day and then get home and be so hungry. Yeah. And eat, like, four Easy Macs. Yeah. And then, like... God, I was just, like, bloated and full of sodium. So, like, what the hell? Yeah, and that's not good. But I'm really working on reframing my relationship with food. It's but I think the first step is, um, is like, cooking and, like, taking the time to prepare something nice for yourself because you deserve it. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because when I don't have food around that's healthy and good, I end up going to, like, McDonald's. Right. Um, because I end up starving and then I got to eat like, oh, and then I start craving and then it's, mm-hmm. it's all downhill. I've been craving a Taco Bell bean and cheese burrito for quite literally three and a half weeks. So I need to have one. I can't <laughs> stop. But I think it's because I don't plan my shit yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. And I hate cooking. Why do you hate oh, it? Oh, it stresses me out. I hate timing everything out so that it all like ends up. Oh. And it takes so long to cook, and I never get the idea to cook until I'm already hungry. And then I'm like, I'm dying. And then I'm like, if I fuck this up, I'm going to have to eat it anyway because I'm so hungry and I spent the money on the food. And I hate spending money on food because then you eat it and and it's it's gone. gone. It just sounds like you've had some bad cooking experiences. Maybe we should cook together. Yeah. Well, you know what you should do is Mm. you should think of something that you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you want help cooking mm-hmm. and come over and we'll cook it together. Okay. And I'll show you some of my Lemon, tips. chicken, cauliflower, rice, stir fry. Okay. I just made that up, but it sounds good. Yeah. With like asparagus and broccolini. Okay. And you can put some of that stuff in the oven and some on the stovetop and then it's no problem like cooking it at the same time. I think what helped me get into cooking was mm-hmm. getting those meal delivery boxes yeah and um like hello fresh yeah and, and blue apron oh and what's nice about the, we should really be sponsored by them because seriously like, what now a word from our sponsors get into cooking with hello fresh see and i have a voiceover voice too yeah come on pods come on pods <laughs> here's the thing that i love about hello fresh blue okay. apron um green chef and uh sun basket mm-hmm. tell me they always have some deal at the beginning where you can get $40 off. Nice. Um, so you get, like, the first box of food for, like, $20. Oh, that's awesome. It's cheap. It's, so it's usually three meals that you cook for two people. But if you're one person, then it's six meals for you. Mm. So when I was unemployed because I'm a freelancer and I'm unemployed all the time. And when I had to take care of my sick boyfriend. Yeah. 
Ew, good riddance. All the Pour time. one out. Oh my god, this is why. Another turning point, a fox stuck in the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just want to say thank god I don't have to do that anymore. Oh my god, high five. <laughs> high five. Woohoo! Um, anyways, my thing was figuring out how to get like the best quality food for the cheapest price and it was these meal delivery things and then if I you know referred someone which no one ever used my code god damn it <laughs> I could have gotten more free food okay but um that really showed me that like I could cook anything I'm just following the directions yeah I'm not freaking out and I fucked it up a few times yeah but I have enough, like, common sense to not fuck it up too much. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to live with someone who, like, literally could not cook rice. Oh, no. And all rice is is putting water and rice in a pot and turning it on. I know, but I always have to look it up. No, I would too. But, like, (laughs) she, um, one day I came home and she was like, I don't know, I burned the rice. And so, like, I sent an email to the place like the cooking class that I took when I was like able to cook the rice. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You can learn how to cook rice on YouTube. I was going to say, all of this is very Googleable. Yes. And, and I always have like to Google someone. I, rice and hard boiled eggs. Every time oh, I do them, I'm yeah, like, I have too. to look up the right times yeah. for this. But I'm like, when I think about the things that I can cook, I can make um, chicken noodle soup from scratch. That's is, pretty good. It's really fun, and it's really easy to do, too. You just have to boil do the... Do you like chicken soup? Yeah, I do. And I, um, when I famously used to have a boyfriend long ago, um, <laughs> he was in town for a hot second because we were long distance the whole time, baby. But he was in town for like three days, and he had a horrible cold. And so I was like, I'm going to make a huge pot of homemade chicken soup. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how to do this, yeah. but I'm just going to look it up. And then I just went and bought a bunch of chicken thighs. Yeah. And um, I bought, like, a package of chicken thighs and then, like, two chicken breasts. And you did it. And, and you I just succeeded. put them in the pot and boiled them, like, all day. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then you strain the fat out and you pull the bones out and you, uh, le- See, that you like, sounds... cut up the chicken and then you put an onion and some celery and carrots in there. That sounds, like, super hard to me. No. I know. So easy. But the fact that you succeeded at that, I'm like, come on, girl, you gonna succeed. Oh, thanks. Girl. Yeah. I also hate grocery shopping. Why? Is it because you want to buy everything? (laughs) No, it's because I want to buy nothing because I'm afraid of food and I'm afraid of spending money. (laughs) See, these are things that you just have to like. It's my true nightmare to have to do any of that. Who do you think is calling? Probably somebody who wants a birthday party or something. I don't know. Oh, God. So stressed out. Awful. This is why, um... All I do is stay home, though. Yeah. Is, like, because all I want to do is cook the food that's healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And not be and tempted by other shit. Yes. And it's so hard to, like, have a social life or date or any of that oh, if yeah. you're not drinking. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, oh. Well, well, even, like, getting invited to, like, some networking event is, like, oh, okay, I can't go to that without drinking. Right. Because everyone feels awkward. Have right. you ever been to a networking event before no, sounds, the drinks got poured? It sounds really bad. <laughs> the My, one I went to one time. Before the drinks got poured. Yeah. One time I went to one in New York and it was like, thank God we're in New York because people started to be really friendly once they were fucking drunk. Of course they did. Yeah. 
and um, everyone was just really like uptight and stuff before that. I don't know if it's gonna be like that here or if I was just at a thing with like early Are you going to a networking event? Um, my friend invited me to one, and then I, I think I was looking at something online. I'll go with you. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm the oh. manager of a company now. Okay. So I guess networking is a good idea for me. But I think in my hungover state, it's hard for me to think of what I'm going to go to. I can't remember anymore, <laughs> right? but I'll bring you. I know. I'm like, do we need more coffee or something? I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm glad I ate breakfast. I feel yeah. so much better. How about you? I do feel better. And when I, so this morning, every Sunday I have coffee with my dad and my sister and my sister. So we all meet at my dad's house and then my sister drives us to the Starbucks and then we come back and drink the coffee at my dad's house and then we oh. all leave from there. And my dad hugs us and says, have a good week. And I'm like, I live here, dad. I'll see you tonight. But, <laughs> know, he, always, but he says it every week, which I think is really cute. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so uh, my sister left. And then I was like, called Katie. And I was like, great, I'm on my way. Like, we'll do the pod. It'll be great. And she was like, great. And then I was like, where are my keys? Yeah. And I was looking all over my house for it. And I was like, dear St. Anthony, come around. Something's lost and must be found. Which is what <laughs> I always do when I lose something, even though I am not Catholic or religious. But somehow, St. Anthony's usually well, got me back. a little rhymey prayer. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And I just keep chanting it like a weirdo until I find what I need. But it usually works. Um, anyways, so then I was like, ooh, thick. I bet I left them in Patel's car. Mm-hmm. Oh, my sister's name is Patel. I just said it. I was trying to not say it. I know, but I, whatever. Whatever. Um, and uh, so I called her and I was like, hi, I think I left my keys in your car. And she called me and she's like, yep, you did. I'll be right back. I'm See, like, oh. And I was like, how did her keys get into Michelle's car? But it makes yeah. sense now. I just brought them with me because I always have my phone wallet keys with me. But I didn't realize but, you guys were going out for coffee. Yeah, we always go out for coffee. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so anyway. Why did I, why did I tell the story? Oh, so when I was waiting for my sister to come give me my keys, Mm -hmm. I ate a turkey burger also. Nice. So I cooked a turkey burger and ate that. And then I came here and I had, Katie made delicious breakfast. It was kita pancakes. (laughs) You say it like kita. (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, exotic. The city isn't. Like kita. (laughs) Quito is the capital of like Costa Rica or something. Don't quote me. Well, now you're. Uh, Asian. <laughs> I thought you were saying it like it was a um, Quito, Quito, the cap, you know, the capital of South America somewhere. Yes, yes, yes. Quito, yeah. Quito. I made Quito pancakes, eggs, and sausage. And what was in those pancakes? Um, it's it sounded a lot like I of, said pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was cream cheese uh-huh. filled with cream, mm. cocks. Um, <laughs> uh, a little bit of almond flour and eggs. Mm. And it's weird how, I don't know, to me it really satisfies my craving for something like light and fluffy and carby. It was very eggy, which I like because famously my favorite foods are eggs, cheese, and butter. That's why I'm like, why don't you want to be keto because you'd be so successful at it. I know. And I, by that I mean thank you. But (laughs) I log all of my um, stuff on my fitness pal. Yeah. We're also sponsored by my fitness pal. It makes it so easy. No, just, I'm just kidding. Type in your food and then feel <laughs> bad about it. Tells yourself. you what you're doing and you'll be obsessive feel about your bad. food. It's really good for people who are like me. Just kidding. But every time it's like you went over on fat and you didn't come near your protein or carb goal. <laughs> yeah. So So why don't you want to do keto? Is it I guess of because the trainer? I, because of the trainer. Right now, because so I'm like trying to do. Because he has to. Does he look at what you eat every day, mm-hmm. like specific? 
Mm-hmm. How do you send it to him? He's linked on my fitness pal. You can link with friends. Oh my god, friend. that's so creepy. Yeah. That's a lot. And it's a real bummer because um I like to drink beer, but well, you couldn't do that on keto. I know. Basically, I shouldn't do it in life. Like it does not make me feel good. I yeah. just love beer. I like it, but like when I think about how fat it's making me, I'm like mm-hmm. it's not worth it. No. I'll drink hard alcohol just yeah. to not gin yeah. or tequila or something like that well apparently tequila has the least amount of sugar that's why it's paleo mm. so my mom and i are switching from like wine to tequila, tequila. and it, if you put it in a glass with a lime and seltzer it's like a margarita no no seltzer. no salts if you put it with like a lime la croix la croix what's oh yeah jury's out on that i don't know la croix la croix I say LaCroix, but whatevs. I don't care. I don't. LaCroix. But I don't. <laughs> see, we don't buy LaCroix in this house. Because it has termite smells in it or something, right? Cockroach. <laughs> it's it's a, a, some ingredient from like a cockroach attractant. Yeah. Which, That's disgusting. Honestly, I think every seltzer probably has it. And we're just lying to ourselves and buying simple truth. But this says organic. See, si. uh, See, si, it is organic and keto. <laughs> Right. Um, let's talk about something a little more fun because now I'm feeling, um, stressed about food. You are? Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, here. Okay. I think before the next episode, uh-huh. I challenge you. Uh-huh. Well, either you can come over and cook something. Obviously I want to come here. You also like are very busy. So if you can't, I just, I think you should take the time to grocery shop for like a lot of food, mm-hmm. not a Greek yogurt and a turkey burger or whatever and prepare yourself some nice meals. Yeah. And then say, I did this because I love myself. Well, I will. That, that's a good idea. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe I made a huge batch of, um, this, uh, so there's another self-help book called the plan. Um, oh. that's a, like a way of like removing anything from your diet that could be making you like that you could be reactive to. And then you, like, reintroduce it all slowly. Yeah. But it has you have, like, a lot of, like, full-fat coconut milk and a lot of zucchinis and a lot of that kind of stuff because that stuff is, like, very rarely reactive in people. Mm -hmm. And so I made this full-fat coconut milk, um, like, creamy broccoli soup. Mm -hmm. It was keto. Mm -hmm. Keto. And it reminds me of when I did the J-Lo challenge. Yeah. Because, um... I guess there's a lot of sugar in dairy. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing a no-sugar... At all, and then no carbs, we could only have um, coconut milk Mm -hmm. or... Almond milk. Yeah. Or what I found at the grocery store was this, like, creamer made of nuts. It's called Mm -hmm. Nut Pods. (laughs) Yeah. And it was good. It wasn't sweet at all. It doesn't taste like half and half. Like, it... (laughs) My mom is such a baby sometimes when it comes to the diet Mm -hmm. stuff because she's like, I don't like that. And it ruined my coffee. You know, and your mom's so specific about her coffee because she Mm -hmm. brews it with cinnamon in it. Yeah. God, I love her, though. She's so sweet. (laughs) She's like so sweet and so supportive and so nice. Yeah. I walked into their house today and she was like, hi, Olivia. (laughs) And I was like, hi, mama. She's so sweet. Yeah. So you feel loved by her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very loved by her. But what I'm thinking is. Well, we both have to love ourselves as much as my mom loves us. (laughs) 
Oh my god, we need to get that tattooed on our <laughs> tramp stamp, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Love yourself as much as Josie loves you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I was thinking was also now we can do my, we can cover. Oh, let me tell you about the Titanic. Oh, tell me about the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and now this is the segment in our show called Talk About the Titanic. Talk about Titanic. It might last for an hour and we will never apologize for it. And we know you like it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, <laughs> we need to have a little theme song for it. <laughs> we sure do. Titanic. It's Titanic time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the theme song I was thinking was. What do you think of first class girl? Can't drink? Here, hold this, Jack. Hold it up. Okay, so anyways, the conspiracy theory about the Titanic is that when they were building it, um, it was very similar to another ship of the White Star Lines, mm-hmm. the Olympic. Mm. The difference is... Um, that has the first three letters in it that my name does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Um, so the Olympic has um, 16 portholes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that those are the first holes, I'm saying, from... Um, oh, she's talking about... <laughs> from the deck. So the first set of holes, mm-hmm. windows, <laughs> whatever, um, there's 16. And on the Titanic, there's 14. Okay. So this is how you tell the difference. Okay. Um, and uh, so the Olympic had been in a crash. Um, it, w- it crashed somewhere close to shore, so like nothing happened. Okay. But a lot of the infrastructure had been fucked up, like beyond very expensive repairs yeah so um it was the white star line's fault which is why they couldn't get any insurance money on that ship to fix it got it and apparently at the time there were rumors going around because didn't it sell out of liverpool i'm uh-huh. gonna give that up liverpool, the rumors around liverpool where the beetles were from yeah that's right <laughs> yeah that's right um <laughs> um but many years later mm. <laughs> but so around that uh, town or wherever it was built, there were rumors that they were going to um, swap the boats and sink it on purpose. And apparently, it was really hard to like get anyone to work on the construction of the Titanic because there were already these weird rumors. So I'm tired of rumors starting. I'm sick of being followed. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, welcome. <laughs> How's your new reality show? It's good. My lips are huge now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. We don't like you. Okay. Bye. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, that was weird. What did I miss? <laughs> you, Olivia? Yeah. Was you Lindsay Lohan here? here? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen you in the same room together. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, um, right before the Titanic went out. On its first and final journey, mm. the Olympic was brought into that harbor, um, and they think that like at some point they switched the names, and uh, this theory came about because James Cameron, in the production of the movie The Titanic, did send one of those things underwater to go look at, Boop. like that footage. Boop. Yeah, is is Boop. real, um, 
And if you pause some of it, see, I haven't done any of this, but you and I could later because we surely need to watch the movie again. Um, um, we're absolutely watching that movie. Again. Yeah, if you pause it, you right. can count as soon as possible. You can count sixteen portholes, like the Olympic. And there's a point where um, there's uh, the letters on the side of the ship are MP, <gasps> and those are the next two letters <laughs> after the first three that are the same as my name. That's right. Yeah. So. Um, basically the theory is like the white star line knew that they were going to sink this ship on purpose and get the insurance money. And like, it already had all this freaking damage to it. Oh my God. Yeah. And I think like, obviously it's possible and obviously people are bad, Mm -hmm. but the thing you brought up was how could they knowingly sink a ship and not, and still not provide enough lifeboats? Right. Because famously that is murder. Yeah. But I just think. A, they didn't care. B, why would they all of a sudden um, put enough lifeboats on board when everyone was like, it was thought by some that the deck would look too cluttered. (laughs) Mr. Andrews. (laughs) Mr. Andrews, forgive me, but I've done the sum in my head with the number of people on board. (laughs) It seems that there aren't enough lifeboats. Whoa, Rose, you miss nothing. Uh, Yeah, anyways. And that would look too cluttered. <laughs> yeah. And what I notice about that line where he's like, Rose, you miss nothing. It's because she's a woman. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? You're good at math. Yeah. And she's like, fuck. Yeah. What do you think I do? Right? All and the day? whole time is Cal is Cal is like, there's nothing I would deny you, Rose. <laughs> if you would not deny me. And he's like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and she's like, no. And he's like, that's what you will honor me in the way I a uh, wife is required to honor, honor her husband. husband. I'm your fiance. I just knocked fiance. everything off the table. <laughs> My fiance. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, great movie. Highly recommend it if you haven't Tea seen it Trudy. yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyways, um, that was my homework. Uh-huh. I did it. I presented my findings to you. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, I'm sure on the Instagram, we'll post some titanic shit maybe today yeah um, we should post that instagram story we did one time katie and i got drunk and watched titanic and then we started making these instagram story videos yeah. of us as the different characters and i got to be cal and i made a piece of hair dangle in my face <laughs> <laughs> and i put a marijuana necklace around her neck <laughs> like mardi gras m- marijuana beads and, we're like, Is and it I, a, a diamond, diamond? yes, yes. <laughs> And your dog played the, the lady. Capitan, Capitan, where should I go? Yeah. And he also played, yeah, yeah. <laughs> forgot. Okay. Well, oh, dig God. That we got to find that. that it's in so my Dropbox. Of I course it is. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, but my other homework was I was like, oh, I'm going to have a more active voice in my relationship. Okay. How's that happening? I'm not doing it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um. Um, what was I going to say? Active voice in your relationship. Well, in my relationships. Um, I think, oh, this is what happens to me. Okay, I got it. Sometimes I think I have Asperger's. What? (laughs) You don't think so? Tell me why. Oh, I was just wondering what your initial thoughts were. No. Um, uh, sometimes I want to say stuff. That everyone's like, you can't say that. Yeah. That makes sense. Is that Asperger's? I 
I don't think so. I don't know enough about Asperger's. It's probably no. just being an only child. I think it's I think it's more the only child thing and the fact that your mom is like afraid of the world. Totally. And so like there's just like a lot of stress. Like it sometimes feels like the stakes are high. And they're not. And they're not. They're not at all. But I totally understand. Like I get it. Yeah. You know, I do because too. But there are times where um especially because we live together mm-hmm. and she'll wonder aloud about something she's having anxiety about. Mm-hmm. It's constant. Yeah. And I want to just be like, stop. Yeah. We're going to stop that and we're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. And like, if I do that, that's going to hurt our feelings. So yeah. instead I just don't do anything. Right. I hurt a lot of people's feelings, I think. Well, I think that, um, it's like, because you were, in New York for so long too. It's just like people don't sugarcoat things out there. It's just like there's no time for it. And so it's sort of just like this is what it is. And like if your mom was worrying about something and you were like, I really want her to stop that. Instead of saying stop that, you could say, mom, you're working yourself into a lather for no reason. Everything's going to be fine. Like let's talk about something else. Yeah. But that's not the way that you communicate. Well, also the way that I talk to myself. Yeah. Isn't kind. Yeah. I think. I hate that. I know. And so I think then when I talk to other people, because I think that that's everybody, because I believe, dialogue. because I believe, um, or have had enough instances where I don't know, I didn't know enough or something that then I think, um, oh, well then other people should be talked to like that too. Right. Well, and you think that other people hear that in their heads all the, all day too. Oh yeah. And, and I talk down to myself too Uh but I think I just am like well I really like this guy but I'm gonna go out with this guy because the guy who I really like will never like me back and I'd rather be with somebody than be alone oh but that's not actually true I'm just that was an example but like oh yeah I get it I mean yeah yeah I mean I've been there (laughs) and it's just like uh I think my struggle is like I don't know because like I took a motivation psychology course in college because famously I have a bachelor's degree in psychology (laughs) and, um, and like there's three different things that motivate us. It's autonomy, competence, and relationships. Oh my God. And so, yeah. And so I think the way that we communicate and the way that we think and the way that we think about ourselves and the world is all based around which of those three things we're motivated by. Okay, autonomy, competence, and, and relationships. relationships. And I think I'm really motivated by relationships, and I think I'm really motivated by autonomy, but I don't really care. If I'm motivated think I'm smart by or not. competence. Yeah. 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 And so because of that, you're like, you know, well, yeah. this is what this is. And, and you try to prove your competence, I guess. Like mm-hmm. the same with me. I'm like, I'll do whatever I need to to make sure that these relationships stay intact. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of. Uh huh. I also really like to do things myself. Okay. So autonomy. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I'm like, I am self-sufficient. I've got this. And when I am not self-sufficient, i.e. when I am drowning in my job and I'm living at home, oh, uh, then you feel it like makes shit. me feel horrible. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, according to any of these books we've been reading, I think it would be like, well, you just have to get through it and try not mm-hmm. to dwell in the emotions. Yeah, and, like, let yourself off the hook a little bit. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, you're obviously <clears throat> trying to do those things yeah. and you're working towards them. Yeah. And you're doing better at it than other people are. And you can learn from people who are doing better at it. 
Yeah. How and the only thing it? wrong with having like strong emotions and you know, it's like, cause you hear it over and over again. So I'm like realizing it and trying to put it into action is like, if it keeps you from taking the actions that you need to take. Right. Like there's nothing wrong with having the emotions or talking about them. Mm-mm. But like, that is what I will notice sometimes with my mom is totally. having the emotions and then it keeping you paralyzed. She uses the emotions to protect herself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by saying, I'm scared about this or I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Then she doesn't have to do it. She lets herself off the hook, mm-hmm. but not so, in the good way that I was just talking about in a bad way. In the bad <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. Where you uh, remain mm-hmm. a victim. Well, and I think that that's also like a very, um, I don't necessarily think that I have this, but I think a lot of millennials have sort of like a, well, but like, how can I do any better? Like, oh, it's yeah. not my fault. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh-huh. I'm like, take responsibility for it. Yeah. But then I think I take too much responsibility for some stuff because some of it isn't my fault. Yeah. But I take too much responsibility and then I'm like, I suck. I am so worthless and I am doing such a terrible job at being a person. <laughs> Yeah, but if you dwell in those emotions, then you won't get anything else done that you need to do, like right. cooking a meal. <laughs> like cooking a meal. Yeah. Oof, I don't I know. We, what thinking. we should do is go grocery shopping together because I truly hate it. Okay. I'm available. Just call. Great. Um, Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. I was thinking um, maybe I'll take a job with Postmates. I think you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine who lives in L.A. did that for a long time. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Made really good money, too. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Huh. And uh, Grubhub is a good one, too. Uber Eats. Uber. Uber Eats. See, I'd much rather drive someone's food around than drive them around. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, then I'm like, mm, I can get a snack. I know. I... That's what would happen. Actually, that occurred to me. And it's nicer me. because then you're in your car by yourself. You can listen to podcasts mm-hmm. like this one. Mm-hmm. And you can do whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. We're also sponsored by Postmates. um goals goals podcast goals Mm -hmm. okay okay related to what i was talking about um asperger's oh yeah so i just want your take on this instance Okay. okay um so my grandfather when my grandma died i don't know he just um you know obviously i think he didn't want to be alone uh-huh. Um, so he got remarried to a woman that he had known for years that came to the funeral. Okay. Um, and she will not stop talking. She talks and talks and talks. She doesn't read the room. I think if anyone has Asperger's, it's her. Oh my gosh. Um, and my grandpa is just like a sweet, quiet engineer, you mm-hmm. know? So he, I think, you know, he didn't want to be alone. I don't know what they're like when they're alone if she still continues to talk, but, um, when we get together, like I had lunch this week with them and my dad and they go, Katie, how's the job search going? And I go, it sucks. Yeah. Um, and, and she's the one talking and asking, why does it suck? And I was like, well, from what I was doing, I just haven't been able to, like, submit my resume somewhere where, like, it's similar. Right. And so even the jobs I applied to um, that aren't similar to what's been on my resume, I don't think I get considered. Mm. Because there are all these other people who do have something more similar. And nowadays, right. it's just the search terms on your resume. I think right, we talked which about we learned time. about last time. Yeah. 
So what are they called? There's an acronym. <clears throat> SEO. Search. SEOs. Search engine optimization. SEOs. <laughs> so I was trying to explain that to her, and when she doesn't get it, she doesn't say, oh, I don't understand. Can you explain that more? She just goes, oh, I mean, I wouldn't know what that is. And then she moves on, and it's so dismissive. Oh, that's so annoying. So then I said, well, I'm also taking a course in data analytics. Do you think she knows what that is? I sure didn't. No, but and you I'm not said, tell me grandma. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am not insecure about my competence. Oh. She's clearly insecure about her competence. You think that's what it is? Yeah. And I oh. think I think women in a generation above us also, like in generations above us, um, were like treated like they were stupid. Like Rose. Oh. Yeah. For so long that they're like... Oh, God, I'm not going to do something that's going to make me look stupid because everybody thinks I'm stupid already. Oh, my God. And so for me, I'm like, I'm not stupid. I'm smart because I'm asking questions and I want to learn. So whatever. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, I would think, I don't know. So she says, oh, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, you know, and it's, in my opinion, not engaging me with Mm -hmm. her. It's dismissing me again. Mm. So when I get together with them, I feel like I come away feeling like shit. And of course. Like, I put so much work into trying to like engage and listen to her nonstop stories, mm-hmm. you know, which um, like here's an example. I think she has another granddaughter. I think that's who it is unless it's some other relative mm-hmm. um, who's my age who lives in Seattle. And um, she says this. She's had... She used to have a serious boyfriend, and then they broke up because they were long distance, and then they had a, then she got into another relationship, and then that one broke up, and now she's getting into another one with a guy who lives even further away, like in South America. Oh my God, story of my life. Are you talking about me? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and she admits, like, just to all of us at the table, like, much to her grandmother's dismay, she's had all of these relationships. And do you know how many times this woman has been married? Oh, my God. Four. What? She's on her fourth marriage now. And I don't know the whole story with all the other marriages. I think her last... I wanted to... I want... Someday, I want to show up to one of these lunches and be like, stop judging your granddaughter and saying it to us. Yeah. It's rude and it's not cool and you're the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. And also, people should call you the Black Widow. You know? Yeah. Do you feel bad now? Because you make me feel really bad all the yeah. time. You know what I mean? Totally. And my mom is, I mean, of course, my mom is just like, oh, it's not worth it. But another thing she did, mm-hmm. my dad had to sell. Your step-grandma? Yes. Okay. My dad had to sell my aunt's house. Right. Um, and I don't know. I know he had to do a lot of stuff because my aunt died. And mm-hmm. he's the executor of her will. And oh, I know he had to just, like, do a whole bunch of stuff. And, it, like, I think it, it it just weighed on his mind all the time. I don't know. Yeah. I've never had to do that. But um, so he knew he had to sell the house so he could, you know, give these cash gifts to everyone. Like, it's mm-hmm. all laid out in the will. At least it's organized, right? Yeah. Um, so what he did was he just, like, called a realtor he knew. She said, oh, I think it, we should price it at this price. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he looked around at houses nearby that are similar and said, oh yeah, that looks good. It's similar. Mm -hmm. And they put it on the market and it sold right away. 
Perfect. Yeah. So he's just glad it's done. Yeah. So he, so my step grandmother. What should we call her? <laughs> what like what what's like a a cool nickname? Like a mean nickname because we like don't like Cruella. Her. Oh, Cruella. Okay, yeah. what is she doing? So she just so happens to go to the same church as my aunt on my mom's side. Okay. Um, we'll call her Chips Ahoy. <laughs> Yes. Okay. It's Chips Ahoy. Okay. So, um, because Chips Ahoy lives in a <laughs> <laughs> like a senior living home, okay, which is Lutheran, so they all go to this Lutheran church. Okay. And she goes because she likes socializing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she likes going to church. She's not Lutheran, but like, who cares? Yeah, that's um, where she sees her friends every week. Yeah. Yeah. And she takes them because like she's still able to drive, and not everyone is. Gotcha. Um. So she sees um, Cruella there, mm-hmm. like, every week. And Cruella comes up and just blabs stuff to her. Ugh. And she goes, well, um, Katie's dad sold the house, but he's not doing it the way that we would do it. And then my aunt Chips Ahoy comes home and calls my mom and tells her what she heard. Oh, my god! And then I hear it, and then I'm oh, like, sorry. what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm going to go tell my dad. Yeah. You know? Oh my god! And my mom's like, pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, yeah. cheap, cheap. But it makes me want to go to yeah. lunch with them and be like, so it sounds like you are talking shit about my dad to my aunt. Yeah. And I think my dad should know, and I think we should all talk about it together. Yeah. And um, this isn't cool. And you're putting me in a really weird position. A really weird position. And it's really not fair. And also, it it bothers me a lot when you talk so poorly of your granddaughter. Because you're judging her and you're, yes, you know what I mean? And be like, as your step-granddaughter, mm-hmm. makes me wonder what kind of crap you say about me behind my back. Yeah. And it it really is not something I want to partake in or listen to anymore. Yeah. So I don't even want to see you. Yeah. And Literally say that. is like, how I feel. I, I come to these lunches because. I want to see my grandpa. I want to see my grandpa. And because like, you know, I'm back in town and I'm trying to forge some sort of relationship with my extended family and you're making it incredibly difficult. Would you say that? I would. Okay. I mean, okay. Literally, I'm going to be listening. I'm going to listen to this episode (laughs) a lot, but that's, I think that's like an astute and clear way of saying it. Like I'm going to put my foot down about a couple things and like, and you're not going to fuck with me. Yeah. You know, and also like, but I don't even think it has to be defensive. It's just like, but this is like, I'm, I'm done with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to go out and have lunch, you want to ask me a question and actually listen to the response, like, then I'm fine to try to forge a relationship with you because I want to see my grandpa and I want to spend time with my dad. So we can figure this out, but these things are not going to work for me anymore. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're a grown woman. You don't have to put up with that shit. Yeah. And what sucks is, when I get asked a question, mm-hmm. no one has anything to say because my grandpa's quiet and my dad's quiet. And they know she's got stuff to say. Like, mm-hmm. no one says anything. And it's literally just her talking and us listening. Ugh. And me trying to, like, not get pissed off, yeah. literally. It's awful. Yeah. I can't believe. I feel like I would just be like, I'm sorry. I'm going to go. Really? Yeah, maybe that's too much of a scene to cause. You know I love the drama. 
Do you? No, but it sounds... <laughs> that's what she, somebody would do in a movie. Uh-huh, yeah. But, um, like, in that episode of The Office, when it's diversity day, and the guy comes <laughs> in his wheelchair, the building manager guy, and then Michael's like, how long does it take you to brush your teeth in the morning? He's like, I don't know, 30 seconds. Oh, my God. That's three times longer than it takes me. <laughs> and the guy in the wheelchair... The guy in the wheelchair goes... You know, Michael, let me stop you right there. Yeah. And leave. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a funny anecdote and a longer story than it needed it's, to be. But. No, it's so funny, too, because the obvious thing is, like, it should take you about a minute to brush your teeth. Like, you should be spending some time on it. You yeah. Know? That's the funny oh my God. thing about it. That's three lo- times as long as it takes me. Um, yeah, no, I think you're on the right track. And I think... Those feelings of anger, like, and it's also okay to be like, Dad, ain't you pissed? About I need this? you. I need you to, like, I need you to kind of step up to the plate when yeah. we go out to lunch with or them engage, because, like, engage yeah. at all. Yeah, because that's not fair, and that probably doesn't make you feel great. No. What's so, your dog doing? <laughs> he's just crying and shaking, Aww. shaking and crying and sneezing and scratching and licking his dickin. <laughs> All day long. Um, well, so, anyways, I feel like we have our homework assignments. Yeah. Um, and. Oh, yeah, I'm going to cook. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'll go grocery shopping with you. Or, okay. I mean, I'll cook something with you, too. Great. And I don't know. My, I just feel like mine is going to take longer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe start by having a conversation with your dad about, like, Shush. Yeah. We'll let you out in a second, Matt. Um, but having a conversation with your dad of like, when we go out with her and she does these things, it really bugs me. Yeah. And just like get your dad's point of view on it. Oh my it. God. I've done this before. You have? Yeah. So um, a few years ago, I got fired from my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be... Um, Anything other than what I've been doing. <laughs> I don't want to be like uh, naive about it and think mm-hmm. like, oh, it's all their stupid fault. Um, but also, like, I beat myself up for it a lot, right? Yeah, of course. So I don't really know. I, I don't think the way my job was being handled was great. So, of course, they decided to just get rid of me. Right. Um, and it sucked. Mm-hmm. And but it's also like as a freelancer, I'm used to it. Yeah. So I knew I, like everything was gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. And I called my dad and told him, and I was like, "If you tell, you know, Grandpa and Cruella, uh-huh. can you just say that, you know, my contract ended? And yeah. Please do not tell them that I got fired. I was like, yeah. if, if anything, any I wish she can have of you." Is yeah. that you never say that to her. Yeah. And he was just, like, dumbfounded. Like, really? Like, what? Why? And I was like, because she's a fucking bitch, Dad. Yeah. Well, and I think if you say, like, she talks shit about her other granddaughter. And, like, you give some yeah. examples and stuff and just say, like, it just makes me really uncomfortable. And she talks shit about you. Yeah. And then it got back to me because Chips Ahoy was there and heard it <laughs> and told my mom. Yeah. You know? So. Well, I think a new conversation is a good idea because I think... I, I, I hate it when I say something and someone doesn't understand what I'm saying. Like, yeah. What? Why? And I'm like, oh, my God, this has never occurred to you? Yeah, but that's them saying, why? And then you say, okay, this okay. is why. Okay, here's some evidence. Yeah. Yeah. 
Rather, because it is frustrating when you're like, this is so apparent to me. But I think them asking is them engaging and trying to understand. That's right. So I think then saying, okay. Well, let me explain. These are the 14,000 reasons why. Yeah. I agree. Seven reasons why. 13 reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing like that. And I don't know why I said seven. Well, she. I'm hungover. Yeah. Mm, you got a lot hurts. of references today. Yeah. I referenced a lot of stuff, like not not just Titanic. I referenced mm-hmm. Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> <laughs> Several um, things. Oh, and and maybe next time we'll talk about dating. Yeah, these apps, man. God, talk about my issues with self worth. Oh my god, I can't even do it. Oh, my dating life is just really a struggle, and not because I don't go on dates. I do. But because every time I go on them, I'm like, I don't know if I'm into this person. And then we have another drink, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I might be into this person. Oh, my God. And then I have another drink, and I'm like, I'm oh going to go home with God. this person. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, God. But also, there's one guy who I started dating who I really like. I like him the best of all the people that I've gone on dates with. But I don't think he likes me back. <gasps> well, well, I want to talk about sort this of, off mic. Yeah. We'll talk about this off the air. We'll decide if it's worthy of next time. Yeah, sounds great. Bye. Bye. Hey, Katie. Hey, Olivia. How can you follow us on social media? Well, you can look up at, oh my God, why do I, yeah, at WSHO Podcast. Awesome. What about if somebody wants to send us an email? Then they could email us. WSHO podcast at gmail.com. And what kind of things should they send us besides well, love notes? Obviously. Uh, always say how much you love us and also how much you love yourself. And if you want advice, mm-hmm. I feel like you could ask us for what we think. Yeah, if you want us to try a recipe, if you want us to... If you have advice for us, because we openly talk about our problems. Yes, we sure do. Um, also, if you have a job <laughs> that you want Katie to have, or me. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both looking yeah. <laughs> um and uh you know That's just it. just get in touch if you want to slide into our dms we're always on board with we'd that, love baby. to hear from you all right bye